Welcome to the Keel Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of see if these news to cover today. So, tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. It is, of course, the holiday weekend. And while many of you are busy spending time with family, uh, traveling, sailing the seas on Golden Glory weekend, I am hanging out with my own family. So we're going to have to keep this a little bit tight this week because I got to get back to entertaining family members. And because of that, I wanted to make sure that I let you guys know there's no ads for this episode. This episode is going to be ad free for the holidays. Uh, It's going to be shorter. Obviously, I'm going to try and keep this around 30 to 40 minutes just to try and make sure that something goes out. So if you're out there and you got to listen to podcasts and there's, you know, no one else putting out content for you to listen to that at least I'm here with you helping you get through that day, especially if you're working retail, if you're working service industry, and uh, you don't always get the opportunity to, to, you know, spend time with family or you don't get that weekend off. Uh, hopefully this will make things a little bit easier for your Monday uh, or for the rest of the week. So let's get into it. But before I get into that conversation with the patrons that came by this week to talk about Sea of Thieves, I have to let you know about all the other patrons. They're the ones that went over to patreon.com forward slash Keelhauled podcast to support the content that you're listening to right now. They get the perks of being able to listen to the ad free version. They're also invited at the highest tier to come on the podcast to be able to talk about uh, what they're feeling like with Sea of Thieves. Um, each episode at the end of the month is something that we we do for them to give uh, everyone a chance to kind of share their thoughts and feelings on what's been going on. So those that didn't uh, show up, we'll, we'll introduce them, but everyone else, I wanted to give a rundown on the names uh, for this episode. So thank you to People's Republic, L Cute Balls, Bam Bam Bagel, Captain Hasco, Captain Hayes, Chateau Neuf, Zombie Killer, Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Static Mir, Davram TV, El Jefe Esteban, Fergatron, Jabaro 5, Carl Embo, Kazia the Rogue, Lumpy SRQ, Dub Dub Goose, Evil Morpheus, Xbox Mike 29, Murphy Lives, Mutinous Max, Raja the Brave, Registella, Replicated Flame, Rustbell Kid, Norwegian, Skamelt 666, Sudesh, Captain Dasm, That Kilted Guy, TN Professor, Real Big Tuna, Big Bad Pad, Mina Fairy, Super Pack, Music Me, The Lore Chronologist, Dead Eye Dre, Heger Owl, Jeff H, Ghost Boy 20, Evil Martha, Peter Miller, Ruski Doo, Skinny Matt, Thor Von Blitz, Windsor Chris, and Zam. Wow. Thank you all so much for your support, especially during this time of the year. And remember, please take care of yourself before you take care of me or anyone else. Always make sure that you're being healthy, that you're uh, keeping your finances, especially during this time when everyone usually goes on a spending spree with all the deals that are going on. Please take care of yourself first. And thank you. First on today's docket, let's talk about the fact that it is Golden Glory weekend. It was going on from the 23rd through the 26th, and um, you want to make sure that if you have listened to this, that you at least got a chance to log on. Um, Go to xbox.com forward slash play if you have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Log into Sea Thieves. Make sure that you guys have gotten your gilded treasure voyage for Pirate Legends. Uh, there's a vi- or, or well, I guess if you if you're not a Pirate Legend, you also get one too. But uh, there is a legendary version for Pirate Legends that you all automatically get in your voyages uh, inventory. So make sure you're heading over to your inventory and you have that. 
save it for when there's another golden glory i think that's always the best play to go um just make sure it's it's if you're gonna do it on like a community day then you kind of be careful about making sure that the servers are okay and that nothing weird's going on i think the last community day that we did was really nice uh we got the of course we had the uh the ability to get those ancient skellies and that was a really really fantastic time but make sure you're holding on to your gilded treasure uh for a special occasion you know um but make sure hopefully Hopefully you all got a chance to get it this weekend because um, that's always a, a tough thing when I'm putting out the content and I'm trying to get you guys uh, news about what's going on. But during this time, it's always good to make sure you log in. Also, uh, from now until January 3rd, at 10 a.m. UTC, which is technically the end of uh, July the 2nd, if you're in the United States, um, there are different sales going on over on the Emporium. So you can get the Frozen Horizon bundle, which is really nice. I'm going to fill out the rest of the set that I picked up earlier in the, the year. Um, there's also festive emotes. Uh, there's the Crab Dab. There's the uh, Celestial set that's in there. Um, you, can, you can definitely make some, or not make some money, but you can save some money by picking up these emporium items uh, because they are on sale and that is going until again january 2nd slash 3rd depending on your time zone also we got more drops there were more drops that kicked up on the 22nd and they are going till the 26th uh, if you're listening to this, you may still have time. I'm going to try and put this out a little bit earlier. So hopefully folks are getting a chance to get in there and get those drops. But you do get a chance to earn the Frozen Horizon hook, hat, and trousers. Uh, they are ones that if you didn't get in the past, you can get them now. You just have to be able to watch three hours of any Sea of Thieves creator between the times to be able to earn those and remember you do have to redeem that first item before you can get uh credit towards the second item so make sure that you're paying attention to when you're actually getting that again if you're using chrome even if you don't use chrome i would recommend picking up chrome and then picking up the automatic twitch drop extension i've heard that there's one as well for firefox as well but it does really help out when claiming in on these things you don't you don't you set it and forget it it's like a, a, a it's like um oh i just <laughs> I knew as soon as I went to go make that reference, uh, the set it and forget it, I would completely uh, forget like what the the actual like name of that thing was. And I can't remember what the name of that grill was, but it was a uh, it was it was like an infomercial for like a, a toaster oven. I, I hate myself for not remembering what it is. Nope, can't. You know, I'm going to have to leave it. I, I don't remember. Hopefully you guys remember what the set it and forget it was. And you'll write it and tell me what it was. Um, but I didn't I didn't get any of that this weekend. But um, there's there's the drops that are going. There's going to be more drops. So just make sure that you please, please, please make sure that from now up until Grog Monet, which is coming up, uh, it's next weekend that you were paying attention to the Sea of Thieves creators, that you're making sure that you're watching for at least three hours and make sure, making sure that you're claiming the drop between everything or, or each hour so that you are getting credit and you're not wasting time trying to get these Frozen Horizon drops, okay? Just wanna make sure you guys are aware of that. So please, please, please keep, keep an eye on that. And before I forget, I wanted to talk about the other Frozen Horizon drops that are coming. Um, there's 13 in total. We've already gotten a, a six so far. So the next ones that are going to be kicking up are from between the 26th through the 29th. And that's going to be the Frozen Horizon Frigid Hair, Gloves, and Beard. 
Then, after the 29th, from the 29th through January 2nd, that is when they're going to have the Frozen or Frozen no Frozen Horizon Tundra hair, the eye patch, the peg leg, and the jacket. Now, some of these you might already have. For example, I already have two of the Frozen hair. I've already got uh, the hair, I think, from a previous Twitch drop, but I don't have the jacket. I don't have the peg leg, the eye patch, the Frozen beard, or the frozen gloves. I don't know how I miss these actually. I've usually been pretty good about the uh, Twitch drop, so I'm not sure how um, I missed out on those, but um, I did get through most of the Twitch drops for the last two sets that they've had. I've already picked those up, um, but I'm really hoping that you all remember to log in. It's gonna cost you three hours of time to pay attention, or if you have the, uh, the extension, it's gonna help just claim those, just put on your favorite streamer, or maybe put on a streamer that hasn't had a whole lot of content uh, or, or a, a lot of notice, and uh, see if you can get some of them some views, because you never know. Um, but that is gonna do it as far as the drops. So we still have a couple more weeks worth of those that you wanna keep an eye out for. Well, I guess another week, technically. Is it another week? Let me take a look at the calendar here. Yeah, about another week. So it starts off on the 26th. You've got till Thursday. And then Thursday to Monday is the last set. So another set of, what is that, seven, I think, total? I think it was seven. I, I counted off here. Um, yeah, hair, gloves, beard, hair, eye patch, peg leg, jacket. Yeah, that's seven. I can count. Make fun of me. But hopefully you guys are getting those drops. Hopefully you guys are uh, having a good time out there. I This is probably the first time I've actually been out on uh, the, the Golden Glory weekend that I haven't actually really gotten any gold or glory. I logged in just enough on my phone to be able to uh, get the Gilded Voyage and then had to go right back to, to the holiday weekend and stuff. So um, but I did actually have a pretty good time and I got a, a new Xbox controller and a new monitor stands as well, too. So I got one of those little I don't even know what the heck it comes with the little arms and you attach the monitor to the arms and you can move the arms around like your Doc Ock. And uh, so I got one of those and I got that and I got a seat and then my wife got me socks and shoes because that is the, the, the thing that wives get their husbands. And I got her uh, a vinyl cleaning kit for the records that we've been buying used and um what else did i get her oh yeah clean carpets i got a carpet cleaner so i cleaned all the carpets for before our family came in for the holidays so that's my that's my recap for the weekend what's your recap for the weekend did you guys get anything good did you guys get anything like really awesome like i i mean i'm I, i'm terrible when it comes to this kind of stuff because i always buy what i want like i've already <laughs> this is a, a little maybe a little inside baseball here i bought the the controller that i got I bought it using uh, uh, Xbox gift cards that Wario64 had posted about how there was like a deal going on with those. So I picked up like a, a couple $35 cards that were um, that were like normally 40 or something like that. And then I used the money from that to uh, pick up the this Xbox controller. And then I stuck the controller under the tree and uh, labeled it from Santa. So that way at least Santa, he got a break on on my place he didn't have to worry about breaking into my place to to drop off uh that gift i i got him covered on that one anyway it's a weird tangent but anyway moving on to the next bit 
Um, reading from the the Twitter while it's still active and people haven't abandoned the uh, the, the service there. Uh, sea Thieves tweeted out last Tuesday something I always love the little trivia Tuesdays. Um, they usually give a little bit of lore insight to some some of the stuff that's been going on. Uh, Travelers of the Wilds have reported sightings of strange verdant growth spots scattered across the usually desolate terrain, whichever or whatever is causing these strange transformations and if they will continue to spread remains to be seen. Um, they're essentially talking to some of the grassy spots that have been tied to the latest Sea of Thieves adventure with Tasha. Um, the orb stream that we got was very interesting. And, and again, I really hope everyone got an opportunity if they were looking to collect everything as far as cosmetics go or as much as you possibly can got an opportunity to go out to uh seek the uh the bird that was out there the little seer bird and uh be able to um uh, get the the uh snow burned ship lantern from the orb stream really fascinating stuff uh i am very very curious to kind of see what's going to happen in the future here um was everything that happened as far as the orb stream uh just things that were going to be teased in the future like when we see uh Briggsy in her human form as a ghost come through a portal from the sea of the damned into the uh into the the uh, reaper's lair is she working with them if she not it's very curious i'm very i have a lot of theories about that that i'm kind of working out to see like you know what are the possibilities or the reasons behind why something like this would happen why was the pirate lord's cane there like it's it, and then why was the sword of souls there as well very curious uh and i and i have a feeling that we might actually be venturing back to the sea of the damned uh as one of the next adventures that's going up um this one currently with briggsy and uh tasha is very interesting because i love the the little tie-in that they have with it to the actual changes going on in the Sea of Thieves, uh, especially specifically the wilds with the the new verdant areas as they're referring to it, because I do think that um, there is something interesting to be said in that Sea of Thieves has two really nice areas, a dangerous area and then an ugly area. And a lot of people really hope that the ugly area, being the wilds, changes in some way or form and that something happens to that. But if something were to happen to that, would that be something that completely takes over the wilds like would we see the wilds turn into a uh, an area that is more kind of reflected of the shores of plenty or would it turn into um something completely different like we just don't know and it's and it's kind of one it kind of makes me wonder you know if there are places where you could have um lively areas and dead areas on the same uh, uh, uh like island like what would happen if half of kraken's fall or half of uh old faithful turned into a verdant um overgrown lush kind of area but there was this scarred area that is still part of the wilds that is dead and fruitless and has nothing to really uh, uh draw people towards it you know so i'm really kind of curious like what what's going to happen there what what are we going to see how is briggsy tied to it um is, is it something to do with her mask uh we did find out as a result of the stream that um there there's something very special about the actual mask itself uh in that the gemstones are something that you can see in there. Oh, hi. Sorry, my, my cat is yelling at me. I don't know why she's yelling. One sec. Okay, sorry. Motion sensor noticed something and had to had to let me know what was going on because I, you know, forbid anything happened in this apartment without me knowing about it. Thanks to her, uh, she's getting paid very well. Don't worry. Um, but uh, oh, I remember where I was going with it. So uh, 
with the orb stream we got a really nice peek into what's going to happen because uh as always power has come from the ancients and the ancients are the ones that still hold a lot of those secrets so the reapers were looking to try and find out what that power was where it was stored and how they can gain control of that and the seer, uh, the bird that was kind of flying around in Sea of Thieves that you could get the snow burned lantern from, um, was looking to kind of hone in on suds because suds, thanks to some of the journals that we've had in the past, used to be the... Um, crewmate for Briggsy and it, it which kind of leads us to believe that Briggsy is a, a good character which is very curious to know why she was in the orb stream next to the reapers in this situation but um he still very much loves uh spending or you know misses Briggsy I, I don't want to like imply any relationship but they were crewmates and uh the mass that he had of her showed a constellation a map um, of sorts that would be able to allow us to uh, venture off to to seek what what she was seeking which was the cure to her curse of becoming a skeleton i think something that if we were able to find we could actually maybe reverse engineer that spell kind of how with uh like the the sword of souls the sword of souls releases spells uh or releases souls from objects um and and gray morrow and stitcher jim had found ways to trap souls in objects um because of that knowledge like spells seem to work both ways once you know how to do it one way you can reverse the spell and cause it to uh happen in the opposite way so i'm thinking if uh if a curse uh or if a spell is able to um uh what's it called if a spell is able to to cure someone from being a skeleton then maybe you could reverse that to turning everyone into a skeleton or, or if you were looking for a curse uh that had a cure that was turning you into a skeleton something that would actually be able to uh turn you or, or keep you from turning into a skeleton things like that so we're still having to wait to find out what's going on with tasha and that curse uh that will probably happen within the next couple weeks as far as the actual uh adventure goes it'll be very interesting to see where that goes um but i imagine we'll probably have to go talk to suds suds will probably be involved in the next adventure and the adventure will tie it to the different constellations um the the interesting one i think was actually tied to the serpent um which i'm let me see if i can look this up real quick <laughs> All right, so I checked out the constellation from the Stars of a Thief Tall Tale, and it didn't really provide any insight as to what's going on with that. But I know that the iconography that was shown on the page that Suds had uh, given to the pirate with the box uh, that contained the mask for Briggsy um, is one that is actually found on Snake's Snake Isle. So there's a good chance that we might be going to Snake's Snake Isle to be able to kind kind of uncover more about what's going on with the ritual there, um, just for for context context the the stars of a thief journal uh does have a snake it is not in the same position as the one that was on the page but it does say singing snake uh soothes strangles uh was once hydra head um implying that there were more snake heads which um if you know the the history behind that it's it's just kind of you know you cut off one snake head or you watch Marvel at any point in the last 10 years, you'll know you cut off one head, two will rise. Uh, but it'll be very curious to see 
um, what comes of Suds as it looks like they are drawing Suds back into uh, this story to kind of help further the story of Briggsy to give a little more context about um, who she is in game as opposed to just relying strictly on uh, the the Athena's fortune book um, giving us a little more idea about what's going on with that so love the idea that they're doing this uh, through the orb stream the orb stream obviously one of those things that I think really has hit well with uh, Sea of Thieves. I think it is going to be one of these things that we look forward to every year. Um, and I think that they are going to really try to see if they can sell some of the future of Sea of Thieves in a nice way. Um, honestly, better than a roadmap, in my opinion. On uh, Looking at a roadmap, having to keep so much of the roadmap... Um, kind of nebulous in a way like a lot of the things that they put on the roadmap for 2023 really is kind of or the, i guess the next few seasons really were kind of um you know unclear about what was going to be going on with uh the future of the game as far as like updates go as far as like new features that were coming you know and they had to keep it very nebulous because they had to be able to adjust in case the schedule didn't go according to plan which we know it didn't uh so looking at the orb stream as a way to tell lore or to at least give like ideas about some of the things that are going on um it's, it's better in my opinion because you can plan that accordingly knowing that there's not a dead set uh timeline as, as far as like what is going to happen but you can at least have an idea of like where is the story going to go in the future and, and it can still be very kind of nebulous or or uh obscure in, in these ways so that it doesn't give away too much um because obviously if it gives away too much then it doesn't really help the the story but it is still a a better way in my opinion and done very well this season uh to kind of talk about like what we can expect going forward in the future as far as the characters that are going to be involved in sea of thieves and that to me is a very exciting prospect um especially knowing that the ancients and the ancient warrior uh is working with bell and they are going to try and and find a way to to kind of make sure that Flameheart doesn't get too much um uh, ground or, or too much uh a power in in the sea of thieves but also to find out that Briggsy is back um, as a as a ghost for the the moment being uh, from the Sea of the Damned. From what we can tell, and we don't know if that's because of the memories that were cracked open as a result of the uh, the, the 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 first adventure that we just went on, Adventure Ten with Tasha. Um, we don't know if that is something that the the Reapers did in the, in in something that is going to happen in the future. Like we really have no idea, but we know who's involved, and I think that is is something that I really love about uh, kind of going into this. The last thing that I think I wanted to touch on before I uh, wrap up this shorter episode because of the holidays um, was dealing with one of the other uh, kind of prophecies in the the orb stream and it actually tied to um, the maiden voyage which uh, if you if you were following along with the orb stream you actually uh, got, got to go to different locations to find this bird to be able to get the snow burned lantern um, but one of the places that they visited was the maiden voyage and the maiden voyage was where uh, Ramsey's ship the Mag magpie's wing is um, and the interesting thing here is is that the reaper kind of talked about um, the fact that there were the ideas of the trade company companies coming together to form guilds um, or clans if you will you know whatever you want to call it uh, depending on what you're what you're familiar with I'm, I'm used to both um, but it was a very interesting idea that uh, the next move might entail 
taking these uh, trading companies and and kind of giving them new life in in the form of of what we're seeing right now uh, with the the uh, Athena's uh, the Guardians of Athena and the the um, Reapers Bones faction the the two different factions for the the PVP and I think the intent here and this is kind of speculation because I don't really understand like maybe how they're going to do this but I think what Rare is going to do is try and create an, an extension to the original trade companies because the original trade companies are tied to becoming pirate legend right once you've com completed that then you're good to get down into the pirate legend tavern you have access to all the pirate legend content um but there's not something that really furthers the pirate legend story as after that right and i think what's going to happen is we're going to see Ramses using uh, his sway within Sea of Thieves to try and band the uh, trading companies together to see if they can create a their own kind of faction, a faction that will be kind of like a guilt. And this will be kind of a galvanizing moment for Sea of Thieves uh, trade companies as I think there is an impending doom with, of course, like the uh, Grand Maritime Union. If Grand Maritime Union comes in, you will need to have a strong faction. Uh, and the tra uh, the trading companies have always kind of had, an, an, uh, as they say, like an uneasy place in the world. And if forming a guild between those trade companies would put them up against the Grand Maritime Union as a unified front. Something that is, is uh, better than just your standard dealing with the Reapers or the Dark Brethren kind of thing. And I think that is kind of setting up the the future to the next big bad that we're going to see in the game. Now, obviously, I think Flameheart right now is kind of the big bad, but I don't think Flameheart's ever going to really, really going to be gone with the Reaper's Bones being so instilled in the game between the two factions that we're fighting against for the Battle of Sea of Thieves. And because of that, you have to kind of turn your attention to, sorry, I'm talking real fast now. Um, you kind of have to turn your attention to the next big bad. And I think there's two that are on the horizon. One is the Grand Maritime union the other i think is um going to be uh the the captain um the flame hearts former captain you know uh and i think that the the dark brethren court are going to be um one faction that we will look at that will be bringing in chaos uh beyond just what the what the reaper's bones are, are trying to create and then you've got the Grand Maritime Union coming in to try and bring order from chaos uh, from the outside of Sea Thieves and try and take over the Sea of Thieves for uh, being able to, to, to plunder it for its own uses, to be able to sell those uh, secrets and that power to more influential parties outside of the Sea of Thieves, depending on um, where they are, whoever the highest bidder is, right? So I think with those two kind of factions, having the trade companies tied together as a, as a guild or a clan... I, they, they call it a guild, but um, I always think of clans uh, from Destiny. But um, uh, with the, with that, them, them kind of galvanizing to, to join together to become a, a more unified faction, uh, I think that will afford them the opportunity to A, uh, add in um, extended rewards through a progression system that is a little more like what we have right now with the Battle for Sea of Thieves. They will be able to offer more levels that are easier to work through. Um, and then that will be able to... Um, 
uh, what's it called? We'll be able to progress those independent of the the actual leveling of the factions for the the actual trade company. So instead of it going from 75 to 100 or from 75 to 300, they can add in this new faction that will uh, apply to each of the different trade companies as an allegiance um, and maybe actually give us kind of what we thought was going to happen, or at least what I thought was going to happen at the very start, which is essentially them kind of working towards building a way for each company to be represented holistically as uh, a, a company that you want to represent. Uh, obviously, with the um, oh, don't forget, make sure you guys are getting your uh, your your emissaries done too. It's it, we got days left, like six or seven days left um, before the the end of the month. So make sure you're working on your emissaries as well too. Hopefully, you did this weekend. I gotta go in and still do. Um, oh gosh, I can't remember. I think I got a little bit more of gold hoarder left because I think that's the one I always leave till last. Um, but anyway, sorry, I'm getting off track here, but um, it'll it'll give us an opportunity to really kind of focus on specific trade companies. If you see yourself as a merchant, if you see yourself as an order of souls, then maybe having an additional reputation track to, to work on for specific rewards that are maybe even more... Uh, kind of like i don't even know like the, the just kind of cool stuff that that we're getting with like the um the athena's guardians and the uh, the reaper's bones uh having something that's a little more narrowed focus so that folks can kind of really kind of pick their path um i think is is what they're going to do i think that's what rare is going to work on that is the the long approach or the uh the um what's it called the uh the the long tail of their system now i i fully i fully admit that not even a month into season eight um, we've already seen its Mino uh, reach level 100 and get the gold skeleton unlocked. And uh, they, they did it with 120 or no, 1,421 wins and 15 losses, which is a 98.96% win rate. So congrats to you, whatever you're doing to, to, to be able to um, uh, be that good in the game. Um, so and, and the two-time NAL winner, so very very good uh, uh, um, PVP are out there, obviously. So to them, I guess hit reg is not a factor. Uh, so for anyone that was that was using that as an excuse as to why why it didn't work, I think it was just a, a matter of us just not being nearly as good as other people. And coincidentally enough, it seems like there's some wall hacks or something going on. Some some people are doing hacks. They're doing exploits in CFUs, and uh, it's a real shame to to see that happening in Sea of Thieves and people are using exploits um, to, to get wins in the game. Um, and I think, I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong, but this might be something where people are trying to get black screened to get back to their shit faster. I don't know. Um, I haven't seen it. I haven't done it. I don't know what it is, but it is a real shame that that's what people are doing to try and get wins in Sea of Thieves. Um, I think that... that for all intents and purposes, the game has an intent. Uh, hopefully the rare devs have an opportunity to address this and kind of decide like if this is something that is a bannable offense or not. Um, how bad is it? Is it really is it really kind of causing an issue with Sea of Thieves? If it's not, then um, they'll let it slide. If it is, then they they'll, they'll probably have to address it. 
um, Beardly put out a, a, a comment or on a tweet uh, a couple nights ago that says, come on, folks, really disheartened to see the more quote unquote skilled creators slash players showcasing exploits or quote unquote unintended mechanic uh, mechanics in Sea of Thieves shouldn't need to be uh, shouldn't need to do this kind of stuff to cheese wins. You're literally better than this showcase slash teach your skill. Keep the mode alive uh, to which I replied to him. Um, this is why I love the lore and atmosphere. I'm not here for, I'm not here to be competitive. I'm here to live in the world. Build your, building your content based on how good you are is such a volatile approach in my mind. I hope Rare will come to a conclusion about whatever this new exploit is. And I do mean that. I genuinely do. I think being good at a game will definitely get you attention in the streaming world, um, but you're never going to be on top forever. And that is such a, from from a, a business perspective, that always has been something where I'm like, that is that is too much of a lava lamp for me to, to want to invest um, my creative uh, uh, endeavors on because I, I, I know I'm not that good. I don't try to be that good. And I know that if I tried to be that good, it would be a heavy a heavy crown to wear. So that's why I think it would be a volatile approach from a business perspective. Mike Chapman actually responded to our tweets uh, and says, this is our greatest strength and challenge. The core design of the game right from the prototype was focused on cooperative adventures, but with the threat of PVP always present in the shared world. It's two games in one in many ways. And I, and I have to agree because there's always going to be folks that want to PVP. There's always going to be folks that want to PVE. And I think a healthy a healthy balance um, is the best approach because at least that way you can get your fix with friends who want to go PVP. You can get your fix with friends who want to go PVE. And no one is, is um, running into everyone who is insanely good at pvp all the time you know you will run into crews that are absolutely terrible compared to you you will run into crews that are amazing compared to you and you just completely dumped on uh but it, it's nice to know that there's a healthy medium the majority of the community is a healthy blend of those two um, because rare does such a good job of trying to focus on both sides of those and i think that they generally lean a little more towards the pvp or pve aspect of it because that's the easiest way to tell a story and they they seem to be very driven uh, with the story right now because i think that that story is what's creating content that is driving engagement um, season eight has proven that uh, content can be um, created from the players as well and that that's what's really been showcased really well with this pvp content so um, i'm babbling i don't know why i'm babbling but anyway getting getting back to this i think that the trade companies making a guild is going to be very interesting i think they uh, need a way to try and give us um, more focused content on kind of telling your your personal story becoming that gold horse but being a real gold hoarder, you know, like a, a dyed in the wool gold hoarder or a dyed in the wool uh, a reaper's bones or, or what have you, giving us more ways to kind of role play that way as a, a, an engagement driver for us to have something on the long term. I'm going to be playing the same way I always play, um, going in from time to time, doing what I can, spending time with friends and leaving it at that. And I don't necessarily uh, need the carrot on a stick in certain areas compared to others for me to want to engage with the game because I will always engage with it. It doesn't really matter in that in that situation. So I'm um, happy to see that 
everyone's uh, still kind of enjoying season eight. Of course, when PvP comes into Sea of Thieves and it's it's the focus, you're always going to have a lot of people voicing their thoughts and their feelings and their opinions on what's right, what's wrong, what's uh, an exploit, what's not. And to to at the end of the day, if if you feel like you need it then that is going to be up for rare to decide if it's bannable. I don't think that that's something that uh, people should get banned for until rare says that it's banned uh, a bannable offense. We can voice our opinions about this and let rare decide if that's going to be something that they want to act on. And if they want to act on it, then let them act on it and don't be the person who is um, tearing down others necessarily like being vindictive about other people uh doing that if if you feel like it's a if you feel like it's an exploit report it let rare decide if it's an exploit um because that way they at least have the evidence and the the people that were using that exploit um they can investigate it properly and that way if it was uh, if it is an exploit then hopefully they'll put out some sort of verbiage um through a post or uh, a video that will say like hey these are the things that we don't want people to mess around with they did this in the past where we just had them say like hey using the red sea to bait people into uh, fights using the hourglass of fate uh, is is not what they want. And they went and actually changed it as a result of that. They may go into the game and actually change whatever the exploit is so that people can't use it anymore. And it may not be something that anyone ever learns in the if they're a casual gamer, because uh, then then they won't, you know, that it's, it's no longer an exploit, right? Um, but I don't like when people usually sit there and say like unintended mechanics are um are are okay because it's uh you know like anyone can learn it anyone can do it if if that's the case then fine you know i've sword lunged off of stuff i've uh double digged on islands before but rare took those rare took one away and kept the other in so i will continue to do the one that rare says is okay and the one that rare says isn't okay i can't do anymore and i'd rather they just patch out the the functionality of whatever that exploit is so i'm not tempted and so others don't have to worry about it because it's it's uh it's it's considered enough of an exploit that they don't want it in the game kind of thing right <laughs> All right, Pirates, that's going to do it for this episode. Um, short episode this week. We'll be back next week for another episode. We'll see what's going on in Sea of Thieves. We'll be talking about Grogmanay. Make sure you log in during Grogmanay to get your annual tankered notch. You want to make sure it's the only progressive cosmetic in the game, a, a cosmetic that actually changes its own little thing each year, and it, and it solely depends on you logging into the game. So make sure during New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, that you are going online, that you were logging in, whether it be through uh, cloud gaming or you, you get a two minutes to boot up the game and log into an island um, that you're getting on so that you can get your Grogman Nay uh, tankered. You want to get that notch. Um, I've never missed one. I refuse to miss one. I will do whatever it takes. If I have to go to the bathroom and boot up my phone and log into uh, Game Cloud or Xbox Game Pass x cloud i can't remember what they're calling cloud gaming i think is what it is now um if i have to do that then i'll go do that and i'll just hide out in the bathroom for a little bit so that i can make sure that i get that notch on that that tankard because as much as i don't use it i would feel really dumb if i had the opportunity and i didn't take it 
But Pirates, if you if you uh, enjoyed this content, as always, I hope you all are having a fantastic weekend. I hope you are all taking care of yourself. It is very cold out in many places. It's very warm out in other places. So please take care of yourself. Take care of your loved ones. Take care of your extended family if they're online friends like mine are. And make sure that you're having fun. If it becomes a chore, if you guys are not feeling good about the game, put it down. Pick something else up. Go Go do something else that makes you happy. And just make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Be healthy, all right? And Pirates, I think that's going to do it. So if you want to get a hold of me, uh, plenty of ways to do that. Head over to uh, Twitter at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. Head over to the Discord uh, where the Sherpas are helping people out on a regular basis. Um, you can always ping them as well, too, and find a Sherpa channel. Ping them and see what's going on. See if they can help out. Um, give a time and a date that works for, best for you. And hopefully one of them will be around that same time and uh, area that will be able to help you out with what you're looking to have help with. And uh, I'm trying to think. Was there oh, um, feedback channel as well, too, as I pull that up in the Discord channel, too. So if there is uh, anything that you'd like to to say or questions or feedback or anything like that um, feel free to to jump on and share those as well too um, thanks again to the gold hoarders who made it last week to uh, be able to jump on for that episode and uh, if you guys are looking forward to the next episode next episode obviously going to be um, at the end of january for the for the patrons and that's going to be i believe on the 28th of uh, january we'll be recording as usual the last saturday of the month where there is a Monday in that month. Um, so hope you all have a fantastic weekend. I love you all and please be safe on the upcoming holiday.